You're listening to the British Baseball Podcast. Hello baseball family, Matthew here with the British Baseball Roundup Show, Round the Bases, and this is for I think week 13, depending on which league you're playing. Um, so let's start off with some news. Again, apologies for delaying getting this out. It's a busy, busy period of the old life. Um, so trying to get content out to you as quickly as I can, but also to make sure it's quality. Yeah, quality. So let's start off with some news. Uh, we have episode 100 of the British Baseball Podcast approaching soon. And as always, I'd like your input. So why not send over a little video, maybe one or two minutes talking about what baseball means to you. And why you're grateful to the game. Or it could even be like a baseball love story. Why do you love baseball? Submissions, if you could get them to me by the 9th of August. You can send them to me directly on Facebook. So I can download them on there. Or email me at britishbaseballpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any issues with file sizes, just let me know. And I can talk you through a really good way of uh, getting them transferred to me. Easy peasy. Uh, an important note to, to uh, talk about. Uh, about facilities. Uh, as you may have seen, Molly from uh, Bristol Baseball highlighted an issue over the weekend within British Baseball that seems to be with a few clubs um, not having adequate toileting facilities. Um, it might be okay for us gents to just go behind the tree, but with the uh, women's baseball game popularity and more women playing, we probably need to look at the facilities. And basically, she was told to go behind the tree. Uh, which is unacceptable. Um, but how do we fix the issues? No good us sitting here talking about it. Um, maybe we need to get in touch with our governing bodies to see if there's anything in place or if you've got any ideas uh, what they can do to help with facilities to set them up. I'm sure a lot of us out there have ideas. And so let's get these concerns vocalised and logged and see if we can do something about it. Birds with Balls podcast also highlighted this on their latest episode. So head over to there wherever you get your podcast from and join the discussion. The 14th of August sees the return to women's baseball um, at Finsbury Park in London, being the host ground. So if you're in the area, why not pop down and watch some great baseball action there? And the London Mets have now headed out to Bulgaria to take part in the European Championships. Good luck to all the Mets out there in Bulgaria. The West Midlands Baseball League 2021 All-Star Game and Home Run Derby is taking place this weekend, Sunday the 8th of August at 12 noon. And it's going to take place at Colton Hills Community School in Wolverhampton. This is on the West Midlands Baseball um, League Facebook page. So head over there to register your interest. Or if you're near and you want to have a go down there and have a look and see what's going on, then please feel free to get in touch with them. And let's have a look at last week's trivia question, which was which Everton footballing legend was a fantastic baseball player in the 1930s? And the answer is, of course, Dixie Dean. So this week's trivia question is, what was the score when the GB under-21 national team beat the Dutch for the historic first time at an event that happened in GB history only a few years ago? As always, Project Cobb is an excellent resource to have a look for answers and solutions to these questions. And Extra Innings UK as well, a lot of helpful content there and a lot of hard work going into that content too by Gabriel. So have a nosy and then you know what to do. DM me, email me the answers. And let's have a look now at the BSUK Player of the Week for Week 13. 
and it was Darren Magentis of the Liverpool Trojans who uh, had a Grand Slam and was also manager as well. So congratulations, Darren. I hope to have you on the podcast soon and we can talk about it. So let's have enough of the news. Let's get on now to the results. So there's no uh, WBUK action this weekend. It's returning next week. But last Saturday saw the Women in Baseball Week Championship held down at Ferndale Leisure Centre, which is the home of, home of Bournemouth Bears. And uh, on the Facebook page, there was a great post uh, from WBUK, uh, giving a massive shout out to the Mayor of Bournemouth, David Kelsey, for supporting the event. Simon for scoring, those who helped set up and pack everything away, uh, the board and Tracy who helped massively behind the scenes. Funky Panther who smashed out the WBUK tees in record time. And if you haven't seen those excellent tees and WBUK merchandise, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, Sarah Meeks who became the first female plate umpire in a women's game in the UK. And to all the women and guys who came along and got involved. The teams this year were named after two teams who dominated in the 1930s and 40s in women's baseball in the UK. The Kodak Girls and the West Ham Hammers, also known as the Purple Pirates. Game 1 saw the Hammers beat the Kodak Girls 13 runs to 5. And Game 2 went the way of the Kodak Girls as they won 15 runs to the Hammers 14. But overall the winners went to the Hammers and what looked like a great day of baseball for everyone involved. Uh, congratulations to all those who took part and helped out. There's no Scottish baseball this week because they're all on bye week. So we'll go straight over to British Baseball Federation's NBL. And there's two games to tell you about there. As always, these are double headers and seven innings or less cut short through mercy rules or through time. So we had the Hearts Falcons travelling to the Essex Arrows at Townmead Plainfields in Waltham Abbey. And that was a uh, heart side scoring their only run in the second inning courtesy of Kai Raja. The Arrows spread their 11 runs that they scored in this game out over the five innings played. Hardly Lorenzo scoring from a Giovanni Escalana double into right field. And frankly Martinez scoring on a wild pitch. The second inning saw Juan Diaz single to right centre allowing Dom... Domarcus Moretta to score and Juan Diaz crossing the home plate when Ad Lorenzo also hit a single to right field. So that game went 11 runs to 1 in favour of the Essex Arrows. Game 2 would also go to the Essex Arrows and that was 12 runs to 2. The Falcons' early runs came in the second inning with Jack O'Brien scoring from Mike Creswell's single to centre field and Warwick Byrne scoring on a stolen base. The Arrows allowed three runs in the first three innings, two runs in the second inning and one run in the fourth inning. And in the fifth and final inning, there were six runs made up on stolen bases and a handful of RBIs. So travelling over now to Roundshaw Plainfields in Croydon where it was a Legends derby. The Lancashire Legends being the home side with the London Legends being the visiting team. Only one game was played as the second game was rained off in the fourth inning and it's due to be rescheduled at a later date. But it would be the London Legends that would take game one four runs to two. So let's have a quick look then at the NBL standings. And the Mets and Capitals are not playing this week. It's the Capitals that take the top spot with 20 wins and two losses. The London Mets in second spot with 23 wins and three losses. The Essex Arrows in third place with 15 wins and 13 losses. Then in fourth spot, London Legends with seven wins, 16 losses and tied, but just with a slightly worse loss record. Uh, the Lancashire Legends are in fifth spot with seven wins, 17 losses. And bottom spot belongs to the Hart Falcons with zero wins and 21 losses. So let's have a look now at the Triple A. 
we had a game at Somerdale Pavilion uh, in Bristol where the Bristol Badgers welcome Vectra. And what an absolute game there by Victorious Ratkovicius, who pitched five inning perfect game shutout. Uh, he also had four at-bats. I'm pretty sure someone's going to correct me that it needs to be full nine innings, but you, I'm not going to take anything away from him. He had a perfect game. He had a shutout. He had four at-bats as well with three hits, which resulted in an RBI. Uh, Vetri getting off to a flying start with five runs, setting a high bar in the first inning. One run scored in the second inning, and the final four runs coming in the fourth inning with a fine team hitting display. Now it's 10-0. Game two saw the Vetri win again, 11-4. And uh, again, it would be Victorious hitting a triple in centre field in the top of the six. He had a great game all round and uh, surely he would have been nominated for player of the week there from his side. Bournemouth Bears travelled to the South West Rebeldies team in Salford Sports Club in Salford. And it would be a home side double victory with the Rebeldies winning game one, nine runs to eight and game two, seven runs to four. Richmond Knights AAA side hosted the London Marauders and it would be the away side that would take both games. Game 1 going 14 runs to 2 and game 2 12 runs to 8. So let's have a look now at the AAA standings. AAA South sees the East London Latin Boys with an 11 win 4 loss record. Second spot goes to the Essex Arrows AAA with 11 and 6. Third spot is the London Marauders as with 10 wins and 6 losses. The Essex Redbacks, AAA side, have 10 wins, 7 losses. London Mammoths in 5th place with 9 wins, 8 losses. And the Kent Buccaneers, AAA side, with 2 wins, 10 losses. And Richmond Knights at the bottom with 2 wins and 14 losses. But the AAA Southwestern Wales looks like this. Vetra still at the top with 13 wins, 5 losses. Bournemouth Bears are sat in 2nd place, AAA team, with 10 wins and 4 losses. With Southwest Rebellies in 3rd spot with 7 wins and 9 losses. And Bristol Badgers at the bottom net with two wins and 14 losses. So let's have a quick look as the post comes through. I think that's my Project 70 cards being delivered. Not a sponsor, but if you do want to sponsor, yes please. Um, quickly moving on before we get distracted again. Looking at the BBF AA division. We've got the Oxford Kings going to the Cambridge Monarchs at Colden Commons in Cambridge. I was going to try because think of some sort of royal kind of thing but well you know me well enough by now that I'm not that creative especially when I'm in my tired state which is always Cambridge Monarchs here we go we have eight uh, runs to five in game one and game two also going in the favour of the Monarchs with 15 runs to four Game one was really what baseball is all about with Oxford taking a 3-1 lead into the fourth inning but then the Monarchs scoring seven runs with some solid hitting leaving it all for the Kings to do and they would try when they put an additional two runs on the board in the fifth inning but that would be when the scoring ends a real back and forth contest there and game two uh, the first inning was really high scoring with the Monarchs putting up nine runs straight away and the Kings putting three runs on the board the rest of the Monarchs scoring took place in the third and fifth inning with three runs scored in each of them, and the Kings' only other run coming in the fourth inning. Red Norwich, I seen he trying to Hearts Heart, but unfortunately that game was forfeited, and that goes down as a 7-0 win to Hearts. We have the Croydon Pirates, going to Finsbury Park in London, the home of the London Musketeers, and the Pirates came from behind in this game. The Musketeers scored in the second inning, and then it was on the Pirates scoring five runs in the fifth inning, and six runs in the sixth inning, adding to their tally, as that went 13 runs to 3, 
to the Croydon Pirates. But the Musketeers would take game two, eight runs to four. So let's have a look now at the Sidewinders as they hosted the Guildford Mavericks at Enfield Plainfields in London. Uh, big game for pitcher Kumar Kumagari as he only allowed four hits in his six innings. The Sidewinders scored their eight runs in only 21 at-bats and that was an 8-0 victory to the Sidewinders. Uh, game two would also result in a Sidewinders win with 13 runs to three. They're going to the Sidewinders team. Over now to Wharton on Green Plainfield, where the Milton Keynes Bucks hosted the Essex Archers in their doubleheader. Game one was 20 runs to two in favour of the Bucks. The Bucks scored 11 runs in the first inning via a combination of hitting and stolen bases after the Archers scored their two runs. The rest of the Bucks runs will come in the third inning. Game two was slightly less scoring. Uh, Archers put another two on the board, but it would be 11 runs there to the Bucks as that one went 11 runs to two. Let's have a look now at the double A standings. He says. Double A Central, Milton Keynes Bucks at the top of the table with 17 wins on one loss and three tied games. The Cambridge Monarchs sit in second place with 15 wins, seven losses and three tied games. Oxford Kings in third spot, 13 wins, eight losses. Norwich Iceni with a 10-10 split. Essex Archers double A with eight wins and 12 losses and Hearts Hawks at the bottom with zero wins and 25 losses. The double A Southeast sees the Sidewinders at the top of the table with 20 wins and two losses. Croydon Pirates with a 17-4 record, the London Musketeers with 13-10, Guildford Mavericks with 11-11, fifth spot is Richmond Dragons with 5-19, and, and the East London Latin Boys double-A side have one win and 21 losses and they take sixth place. Now to the BBF single A. Brighton Brewers were away to Guildford Millers at Christ College in Guildford. And it would be eight runs to four in favour of the Brewers in game one. And game two would also be a Brewers victory as they won that one 13 runs to eight in a closely fought contest. The undefeated Cardiff Merlins uh, took on Bournemouth Bears single A at Ferndown Leisure Centre in Ferndown. And how would they come out of this week? Uh, would they be unscathed or would they keep that winning streak going? And if you guess winning streak, you are correct. Game one was six runs to one in favour of the Merlins. And the Merlins won game two, seven runs to three. Bristol Bats and the Bristol Brunels in the Bristol Derby at Somerdale Pavilion saw the Bats take both games. Game one, 18 runs to four. And game two was 16 runs to eight. Hearts Londoners and the Essex Red Bats single A faced at Billericay. I had a friend who actually messaged me how to say this properly and I've still messed it up. Apologies to the Essex Red Bat team. Uh, I will try and practice next week. When I've done the Little Ones reading, I will also practice reading. Uh, so 15 runs to 6 to the Redbacks, and the Hearts Londoners would only score one run in game two, as the Redbacks win that one, nine runs to one. Uh, the Kent Mariners versus the South Coast Sea Dogs was a forfeit, so it's the Mariners that get 7-0 for both of their games. Over to Finsbury Park again, as the London Minotaurs took on the Hearts Raptors, in what in fantasy gaming circles would be absolutely epic. And also on the baseball field, we're treated to some great games there too. And the Hearts Raptors took the first game, 11 runs to 10. And game two was a Minotaur victory, 13 runs to four. 
back to Floodfield in Ham where the Richmond Dukes single A team welcomed the Brighton Jets and Brighton Jets won game on 12 runs to 0 and they also took game 2 8 runs to 3. Bowley Field in Tombridge saw the Bobcats, no sorry on the lines here, the Tombridge Wildcats, Bobcats run by this week, uh, welcome the Kent Buccaneers single A side. And the, both teams will take a victory apiece in this. Game 1 going to the Kent Buccaneers single A side, 8 runs to 1. And the Tombridge Wildcats will take game 2, 8 runs to 6. Back to Christ College in Guildford with the Guildford Goldcats and the Bracknell Inferno. And it would be a double double victory for the Goldcats. They took game 1, 13 runs to 1. And game 2, a very close 5 runs to 4. So let's have a quick scan over at the single A standings. Single A Central. Essex Redback single A team with 20 wins and 2 losses take the top place. The London Mustangs in 2nd spot with 18 wins and 2 losses. The Hearts Raptors in 3rd spot with 5 wins and 8 losses. Hearts Eagles in 4th place with 6 wins and 12 losses. Hearts Londoners in 5th place with 6 and 15. And there at the bottom the London Minotaurs with 3 wins and 19 losses. Single A7 sees the undefeated Marlins on a 14-0 win streak. Bristol Bats in second spot with 11 wins and 3 losses, one tie game. Bournemouth Bears single A are a 7-7 side. And the Bristol Brunels in four spots with 5 wins, 9 losses, one tie game. Single A South, the Brighton Brewers are 18-2. Uh, at top spot, the Guildford Goldcats in second place with 14-9. Bracknell Inferno are also even with 10 wins and 10 losses, as do the Brighton Jets with 11 wins and 11 losses. The Richmond Dukes in 5th spot with 4 wins, 2 losses, 1 tie game. And the Guildford Millers at the bottom there in 6th place with 5 wins, 18 losses and 1 tie game. Single A South East sees the Kent Mariners on the top place with 10 wins and 4 losses. With Tombridge Wildcats in four with 14 wins and 6 losses taking 2nd place. And Tombridge Bobcats in third spot with seven wins, nine losses. The Kent Buccaneers single A side are in fourth place with five wins and nine losses. And the South Coast Sea Dogs are in fifth spot with two wins and ten losses. And the South Coast Pirates are just there with two losses. I'm not sure what's happened down there. Um, we we'll hope everything's all right with baseball on the South Coast. Single A Wessex. Sees the four sides looking like this. Taunton Muskets in top place with four and four. Western Jets are also tied with six and six for that top spot. The Cornish Clay Cutters in third place with three and seven. And Bristol Bucks at bottom there in four spot with zero and 14. So then let's have a look now to the British Baseball League's Northern Baseball League. Bear in mind this just loads up. Here we go. So we have a couple of scores. I tried to get these as up to date as possible. So this weekend from the 1st of August, we had the Liverpool Trojans at Norman Wells Field and they took on the Sheffield Bruins. And it would be a 11-1 victory to the Trojans in game one. And an even closer game in game two saw the Trojans say that 10 runs to eight. The Manchester A's needed extra innings uh, when they were taking on the Cartmel Valley Lions, but the Lions visiting would win eight runs to seven at Withenshaw Park, but the A's would win game two, nine runs to six. Going to have a look at the 
Northern Baseball League's double A. Um, the Newcastle Nighthawks were taking on the Sheffield Blade Runners 1. I don't know what the score was there, but they're on the same playing fields as the uh, Blade Runners 4, which my team, the Manchester Bees, played. And it was great to see Stuart there from the Nighthawks, uh, a guy that I've been talking to for quite a while since the podcast started on Twitter. And it was great to finally meet in person, Stuart. Um, but let us know the results as soon as possible. I do have the Tujans versus the County Durham Spartan results. Game one was 20 runs to seven in favour of the Tujans. The Northern Baseball League single A uh, saw Manchester Bees take on the Sheffield Blade Runners 4, as I said before. And it would be a Blade Runners 4 victory in both games. Game one going 16 runs to 11 and game two was 16 runs to 15. Uh, Bees brought that one back after being down by seven runs in game two. Uh, I dropped a few easy catchable um Fly balls were playing left field in game one, um, which was very frustrating. And I blamed it on the glove like all good players would do. Uh, but training, I know what I need to do next week. Uh, but the big story of the day was uh, Mark, one of the rookies this year. He's had something like five or six training sessions. And he's played quite a few games this, this year for us as well. And he hit a home run. And uh, he was that excited about celebrating, he forgot to stand on first base, go all the way to second, and then all the way back to first, and then all the way back around again. And uh, young Caleb, who is on his second or third training session, and in his second game, made an absolute blinding throw from centre field to second base. It was so accurate, and the only thing that stopped the runner from being out was um, that we didn't know that he had to be tagged on base because he's brand new. And again, we're always learning these development leagues. Uh, but big shout out to all the bees and Lewis, the, the former bees player that played for the Blade Runners, uh, he hit a, a, a grand slam in uh, game one as well, and it was great seeing that fly right over my head into the outfield. But uh, it was good to see Lewis again, and uh, yeah, well done, Lewis. So let's have a look then at the standings for the Northern Baseball League. Top spot in the Triple A side is the Liverpool Trojans with seven wins and one losses, one loss. Um, the Sheff uh, Sheffield Bruins in second spot with six wins and two losses. The Manchester A's in third place with two wins and six losses. And the Cartman Valley Lions with one win and seven losses. Northern Baseball League AA sees the Liverpool Tujans at the top spot there with eight wins and four losses. Sheffield Blade Runners one with six wins and three losses. The Newcastle Nighthawks with seven wins and four losses. And the County Durham Spartans with zero wins and ten losses. Northern Baseball League single A, we have the Sheffield Cubs, which is the developmental team for the Bruins, with 10 wins, 1 loss. Hull Scorpions with 9 wins, 1 loss. Third spot goes to Blade Runners 3 with 5 wins, 4 losses. Blade Runners 4 in 4 spot with 4 wins, 4 losses. The Halton Trojans are 1 win, 7 losses. Manchester Bees are tied at bottom with Blade Runners 2 with 0 wins and 6 losses. If you want to put fun in there, I think we'd be at the top of the table. No wins yet, but having an absolute blast and loving every minute of it. But we still want a victory. Don't get me wrong. All right, let's have a look then at the East of England Baseball League. We have the North Hans Centurions going to the Norwich Warriors. But unfortunately, that game was forfeited. So that's a 7-0 win for the Centurions. Bay Area Blues travel to Brentwood Stags. And it would be the Stags that take both games. 14 runs to 3 in game 1. And 19 runs to 11 in game two. And it's great to see the Bay Area Blues, which are a new team this season, developing and scoring lots of runs in their games. 
And the Essex Redbacks also have a team in this division and they won both of their teams against the Cambridge Royals uh, 16 runs to 5 and 13 runs to 6. Let's have a quick look then at the East of England Baseball League standings. Milton Keynes booked to the top with 16 games played. They have 14 wins, 2 losses. Brentwood Stags in second with 18 games played. They have a 14 and 4 record. North and Centurions also played 18 games, have 11 wins, 7 losses. Cambridge Lancers, 16 games played. They have 9 won, 7 lost. The Essex Redbacks, 18 games played, 10 wins, 8 losses. The Cambridge Royals have 18 played with 5 wins, 13 losses. Norwich Warriors, 16 played, 3 wins, 13 losses. And the Bay Area Blues played 12 games, 1 none and 12 losses. But again, I think you'll find there that lots of fun being had across the board. So then, let's have a look now at... Excuse me, the West Midlands Baseball League. And Wolverhampton Wolves went to the Worcester Sorcerers. And it was Worcester that won that game five runs to three. Again, they played nine innings in this one. The Leicester Blue Sox took on the Stourbridge Titans. And that would be ten runs to one to the visiting Blue Sox. And the Telford Giants travelled to the Birmingham Metalheads. And that game went in favour of the away team as they won that one 18 runs to four. Let's see if we can get you some standings. Worcester Sorcerers also undefeated with six wins and zero losses. Telford in second place with four wins, one loss, one tie game. Wolverhampton Wolves have five wins and two losses. Long Eaton Storm, two wins, two losses, one tie game. Leicester Blue Sox have won two, lost four. Birmingham Metalheads have one win, seven losses. And the Starbreeze Titans at the bottom spot with zero wins and six losses. And last but no means least, the West Country Baseball League. We had games this weekend which saw the Khaki uh, Sox of Wellington travel to the Newton Brewers. And what was a very, very close game went 16 runs to 14 in favour of the Brewers. And the Exeter Spitfires travelled to the Yeovil Whirlwinds. And the Spitfires would win that game 12 runs to 6. And that's it. Thank you very much for your time and for listening to me waffle on again for another 25 minutes. Uh, again, apologies this one is late. Uh, don't forget to get in touch with me if you want to be included in the 100th episode. I'd love to hear from as many players as possible. Just a short video, as I said before. And until next time, train well, stay safe and see you soon. Ta-ra.